alhamdulillah to brother Ahmad for the introduction and really um, I'll start with the question and more of a thinking type question for you brothers is how do we actually view the winter months let's be honest yeah when the winter comes around what's our feeling towards it to be honest for us growing up here it's been like uh, it's cold it's gloomy the weather's miserable it rains for a lot of us young brothers as brother Ahmad mentioned and definitely you know it happened to me as well you come home from school and like there's no opportunity to go out and play because it's dark you can't go out you know what I'm saying you've got to stay at home uh, or you get beats um, and I, I don't know about you brothers if you brothers go and play football and stuff you, f you find more often than not like you know football training just gets cancelled whether it be at school or whether it be with like you know some local team so uh, it really isn't a pleasant time in the year like so-called fun is you know ruled out it goes out the window this that the other it gets dark early it's cold you don't want to come out anyway in the first place um, and so forth for a lot of us brothers who maybe are at college or uni or looking to go to college and uni this time is a miserable time anyways in terms of you've got deadlines coming up in December over the Christmas period January the new year you've got coursework you've got exams Maybe if you're at uni, you're looking for summer internships, you've got all these applications to do and you're just bogged down. It's not a nice period. You don't want to do it, but you know, you know you've got to revise this, that, the other. So it's a negative vibe when the winter comes around, just on the whole for us over here. But inshallah, hopefully through the talk, we'll, we'll try and see why our view should be different and how we should view it from an Islamic perspective. How should we look uh, towards the winter and um, how should we feel to, towards it? So to start with brothers, is there any connection or is there any link between the winter and Islam and the deen? What is the link? What is this connection? If I just open it up to you brothers, is any suggestions, anything uh, you can think about? Um, they show up. They show up. Um, um, okay. Yeah. For me, I mean, I'm thinking, how does the time when Islam came, mm. it was in the Arabian desert, yeah. the climates are there are different from here, so how would it link to Islam? Mm. How does that, they don't have that coldness like we have snow or... Yeah, so subhanAllah, um, like, over in the Arab Peninsula and so forth, like, I've not been there myself, but I hear when it gets cold, it gets really cold at night and so forth, isn't it? So definitely they can appreciate the winter and so forth. But really, one of the fundamental things that the winter should remind us about is of Jahannam, is of Hellfire, is of uh, our end destination. And why is that? Why should the winter remind us of Jahannam? Because what is the winter? The winter is a time of cold. The winter is a time of, you know, snow and, you know, um, rain and so forth. So what's the link with Jahannam, which is hot and has blazing fire and, um, you know, uh, if we think about it, it's going to be so hot that the hottest thing we know, which is probably the sun, the core of the sun, is going to be 70 times hotter than that. So what is this relationship here between the winter and Jahannam? If we look at the hadith of Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he makes it clear to us. He actually says, 
when it gets extremely hot, delay the prayer at a cooler time because the intense heat is of is one of the rage of hellfire. And the hellfire complained to its Lord saying, My Lord, my parts are consuming each other, i.e. they're eating each other. So it was permitted two breaths. One breath in the winter and one breath in the summer. Therefore, whatever you find in the intense heat in the summer is the breath of the hellfire and whatever you find of the zamharir, the extreme and bitter cold is also one of the breaths of hellfire. So subhanAllah, Rasul is telling us that actually Jahannam, it gets, you know, it got, gets so uh, busy that it consumes itself to the extent that it needs respite from itself. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it gives it two breaths. One of them is in the summer and then one of them is in the winter. So the summer, we feel the heat, isn't it? And in the winter is actually the cold, the bitter cold. This is one of the breaths of Jahannam. So at the moment we find ourselves in one of the breaths of Jahannam. So this should immediately be the first connection to us. That actually when the winter comes around and when we're in the winter, it should remind us of Jahannam because we're in one of the breaths of Jahannam. Furthermore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in uh, Surah Al-Insan, He says, مُتَّكِئِينَ فِيهَا عَلَى الْأَرَائِكِ لَا لا يرون فيها شمسا ولا زمهريرا that they will be reclining on adorned couches they will not see therein any burning sun or any freezing cold so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about in Jannah in Surah Al-Insan that in Jannah there will be no uh, intense heat in Jannah nor will there be extreme cold so the implied meaning, so the scholars, they look at this, they look at this, meaning, uh, this verse and they say from, from what is apparent that there will be no extreme heat and there will be no extreme cold in Jannah. But implied in this as well is that actually in Jahannam that there will be burning from both extreme and severe heat and both biting and extreme and severe cold. So this is one of the properties of Jahannam that Jahannam is actually going to be, uh, or there will be punishment through extreme and bitter cold. So this is another connection we should feel, brothers. That you know when we're maybe out and about at the moment holidays. Uh, mashallah, this brother's soldier in it with a t-shirt. But when we feel that heat, oh sorry, that cold. You know when it sits on our skin. When you you know those days when you feel your hands go numb. When when you feel like you know the wind or the cold is just sat on your face, it's like it's a burning sensation of a different kind that sits on you. And so I can remember a distinct day, uh, well we're still in 2012, like in January or February last year, where I was coming home from uni, it was late at night, and it was so cold, there wasn't any wind, there wasn't, like you know, it wasn't a windy day or anything, it was just so cold, and I used to cycle then, and I was, you know, I had the full works, scarf, uh, I had uh, what they called, um, I, I had a, a hat on um, and just wrapped up gloves and everything but it was so cold, just riding through the, um, the atmosphere the, you could actually feel the wind, uh, the cold just sitting on your face that's how cold it was and subhanAllah, sometimes you've got to remind yourself when we feel that cold, that chill, 
that you know um, that cold sitting on our face, our hands going numb, our feet going numb, and so forth. That Subhanallah, this is something that Allah has you know far worse prepared for us in Jahannam. So it should be a reminder to ourselves that you know what, if this is the cold in the dunya, then what has Allah prepared of the cold in the akhirah to punish us with? And therefore, we should look at our actions and account ourselves if we're doing something incorrect or so forth, uh, even within the winter. And this is just us brothers, our experience, you know, uh, living here. Go over to Russia, or you look at some of these polar explorers and so forth. You know, what the cold does to them, it sears their body. It actually cuts them apart, yeah, the cold, it leaves them scars and so forth. So much so that they, they get gangrene and so forth, that they have to amputate their limbs, they have to cut off their limbs. And this is, subhanAllah, something, again, just to reflect on, that if the cold can do this in the dunya, what is it in the akhirah that awaits us in the cold? So inshallah, this is another connection we should make. So this is the first point, brothers, that um, the winter months, that we should remind ourselves that what has Jahannam got prepared for us or what is waiting in Jahannam, if we look at the cold here and we realize this, this is one of the breaths of Jahannam, what is waiting for us in the akhirah? And just a final point on this, brothers, as well, uh, before I move on to uh, another consideration we should look into, is that, subhanAllah, imagine the state, that Jahannam is actually consuming each other. Look how hungry Jahannam is. It is actually consuming itself. Imagine yourselves, brothers, eating yourself at all, like, hunger and so forth. Can you, like, it's a, you know, it's a, you know, severe situation to even comprehend. But Jahannam is doing this to itself. Now, what will it do to us? Who we will be fuel of Jahannam. Jahannam's fuel is men and stones. Inshallah, we hope that um, Allah saves us from it. Amen. But can you imagine the situation that if it's eating into itself, what about the situation for the fuel of Jahannam itself? Allah is, is a reminder to myself, first and foremost, brothers. So that's one thing, brothers, the connection to Jahannam, inshallah, that we should remind ourselves that, you know what, when we feel the cold, the winter, and so forth, that it should remind us of Jahannam and our final abode, and really reflect on it and think about, look, what are we doing with our lives and so forth. Alhamdulillah, the Prophet wasalam, and the Sahaba, anhum, they also gave us advice on how to walk through the winter months and to try and traverse through it. And there's one main reference I'll use uh, for this, and it's Ibn Rajab al-Hambali, who was uh, one of the great Hanbali scholars uh, in his works, Lata'if al Ma'arif, he writes in a section called Fi Dhikr Fadl al-Shita, a mention of the excellences of the winter, how the Sahaba and the early generation, um, they used to view the winter and what actions they used to do. So in there he mentions that Imam Ahmed, who is one of the uh, you know, main Imams, if you like, the four Imams, Imam Ahmed, the Hanbali uh, school, um, he is one of the Imams uh, or the main imam that found the Hanbali school. He mentions that Abu Sa'id al-Khutri he said, the Prophet وسلم, said, the winter is the believer's best season. SubhanAllah. The winter is the believer's best season. And in another hadith which extends onto this, um, it's mentioned, why? Because the nights are long for him to stand in them and its days are short 
for him to fast in them. Then Ibn Rajab, he goes on to explain this. And he goes, the reason why winter is the best season for the believer is because it is an opportunity for him to graze in the orchards of obedience to Allah, to roam in the pastures of worship of Allah, and to allow his heart to be lifted in the gardens of easy and righteous deeds in the same way as animals graze in the pastures during the spring so that they become fuller and strengthened. In the same manner, the religion of a person could be improved and reformed during the winter in what Allah makes easy for him of obedience. During the winter days, the believer is able to fast with little difficulty without feeling hungry or thirsty because the days are cool and short and hence he does not feel the difficulty in doing it. So in effect, he's explaining the hadith and he's saying that look, first of all, the winter is a time that we should try and increase or um, look at our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and better it. And he gives the example that you know how the animals in the spring, they graze and they benefit from uh, you know, eating the grass and so forth when they go out. Ourselves, the winter is a time, is an opportunity like this. We can just graze in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The fasting is easy. The night prayers are easy. And then he continues and he, go, and he uh, quotes another hadith where Rasul uh, says that fasting in the winter is the cool easy booty. And subhanAllah Abu Hurairah he says, shall I show you an easy booty? They replied, yes of course. Abu Hurairah he replied, fasting in the winter time. So brothers, again Ibn Rajab he goes on and he explains uh, why uh, this is easy booty and just to put it into context maybe you young brothers haven't heard of what booty is or so forth but basically it's like when you or the Muslims they used to go to war they used to collect booty i.e. gold and um, silver and the riches of the land and so forth and they used to distribute it and look, how, look at the difficulty in doing that that you'd have to go you'd have to go to war and so forth just together, isn't it? So here, Rasulullah is actually telling us, look, you can get the same reward, the equivalent of that, but so easily. Allah's made it so easy for you here. And what's the reason? Because, let's be honest, brothers, like, I'm sure all of us are on holiday at the moment and stuff. We're probably getting up at like 1 or 12, 1 anyway, and we've only got three hours left of the day before Maghrib comes in. So we're practically fasting. Uh, whether we know it or not, so it's easy to fast. And secondly, because the nights are long, so then you can actually, you know, do uh, worship in the night in tahajjud prayer and so forth, without actually compromising your sleep. So that's why um, Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saying it's easy booty that actually you can sleep and you know suffice your body the amount of sleep it needs, and still you can get up and pray the tahajjud prayer, the night prayers and so forth and do it with consciousness, not feeling tired and sleepy and you'll still get the immense reward. So these are some of the benefits and um, uh, what Rasul advised us to do within the um, winter months. And just on another slight point brothers, that inshallah, alhamdulillah, this is something, you know what, I didn't really contemplate and it was reading a brother's article um, that really uh, stood this out. Actually, look at the mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala here. That our Creator, He's 
given us the reward of effectively struggling for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in you know worship which we can do casually as just part of our day-to-day -day routine we don't have to sacrifice work you know take holidays like maybe we had to in Ramadan just to do the fasting and so forth there's no compromise in like doing hard labor and so forth there's no compromise on sleep and stuff and still Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is offering us the reward so just to quickly touch on the actions then brothers to do so one is obviously the uh, fasting during the winter months as the days are short two inshallah praying the night prayers inshallah something we should try and uh, do as well as the nights are long try and get enough sleep and do the night prayers three trying to build our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the winter months is a time where we can do this um, as mentioned in the hadith above and inshallah I'm sure a lot of brothers are more free now maybe they're off university college and so forth maybe this is a good time to actually seek knowledge and spend some time thinking about um, you know uh, increasing in knowledge and so forth and attending uh, sessions like these to inshallah uh, better yourselves as well inshallah so just to finally conclude brothers I mentioned at the start that hopefully through the talk we should try and change our view towards the winter and look at how the Sahaba and some of the uh, early Salaf how they viewed the winter and I've, I'll just mention uh, two that uh, Abdullah ibn Masood he would say welcome winter blessings come down in it the nights are long for standing in prayer and the days are short for, fa for fasting and Hassan al-Basri uh, he said the best time for a believer is winter the nights are long to pray the nights are long to pray in and the days are short to fasting so subhanallah automatically brothers you see that there's a difference there's a contrast in the way we view the winter for us the days are short you know can't go out and play you know uh, it's miserable it's cold football training gets cancelled this that the other but look at subhanallah the sahaba uh, and some of the Ali Salafs, they used to look at it. Actually, they would look forward to the winter. So just to conclude, so and maybe it would be beneficial for these brothers here as well. That actually, um, what was or how should we view the winter, and what are some of the lessons to learn? Firstly, that the winter should be a reminder for us of Jahannam, and. As uh, mentioned earlier that actually we're in one of the breaths of Jahannam at the moment secondly actually the winter should be one of the best times for the believers because in it is an opportunity to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to do good deeds and good actions which are to be honest being offered um, to us without any real work required and finally just on that point that inshallah specifically the, what we saw uh, the Sahaba would do, uh, the Prophet and some of the early uh, Salaf, is that they would increase in the night prayer and fasting. So I'll end it there, inshallah. Jazakallah khair.